The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Good morning. Good morning, online Sangha. Delight to be with you. And a special welcome to those who tiptoed in a little bit late into the live stream room. Today, I'm going to continue the theme of this week, which is qualities of mind and heart conducive to inner and outer harmony. We've covered so far this week, mindfulness and um, wisdom kind of applied to benefiting ourselves, others, ourselves and others in the broader world. We covered that on Monday, and then on Tuesday, we covered how the cultivation, the trait of kind, kindness, goodwill, can be a huge support for our progress in maturation of meditation and spiritual practice and in our relationships. And then yesterday, we covered the quality of sharing or generosity. And how that too is a profound support in the path and in daily life and our relationships. And today's topic is the value of consistently showing up. Consistently showing up with persistence, ethically, with ourselves internally and with others externally. It's walking our talk. And again, this is one of a number of principles, qualities the Buddha taught in the Saraniya Dhamma, often translated as the principles of cordiality. Like so many things the Buddha taught, cultivation inward and cultivation outward, both are beneficial. This principle in particular, this way of being, consistency of showing up, is something that the Buddha says creates love and respect. Showing up ethically creates love and respect, both internally and externally. And there are a wide range of the ethical virtues that the Buddha talks about in the ancient teachings. Far too wide to cover in one little 15-minute talk. Many of you are familiar with the basics for those of us who are not ordained monastics, the five precepts that were covered in detail a few weeks ago in the 7 a.m. talks. In brief, just to recap, they include not killing, not stealing, abstaining from sexual misconduct, and not lying or engaging in harsh or divisive speech. And finally, not engaging in heedless behavior due to intoxication. So we could list many, many more, including this week's practicing with wisdom, keeping our own benefit and the benefit of others in mind, kindness, sharing, and generosity. So my invitation is for you to call to mind, reflect in your heart on what you consider virtuous. Is there anything you'd like to add to that list? Just reflect on it for a moment.
Mm. Regardless, regardless of how we define them, expressing virtue consistently with persistence is key. It builds beneficial habits internally and externally, and it builds a momentum, a momentum in relationship and a momentum in practice. So that quality of persistence, consistency itself is a kind of virtue, or it can be, if wisely applied. Showing up over and over is the fundamental prerequisite for gaining skill in anything, really including meditative and spiritual progress, right? It's just like going to the gym and working out. If I go lift weights or if I go running once a year, that could be a very big difference. But every other day, three times a week, every morning, something begins to shift, to change. Even within a meditative session, as Matthew pointed out last week, beginning again, starting over, returning consistently, that's a profoundly helpful action. Another way that this kind of quality is really helpful, and this is a completely classic practice, is to internally, silently reflect on and value your own good qualities, your own virtues, any and all of them. It's considered to be kind of a preparatory practice, especially for practicing metta or goodwill meditation. And virtuous behavior in general is associated with progress on the path. In fact, it's one of the key factors associated with readiness for awakening, as well as expression of awakening. This comes from a discourse entitled The Practice for a Trainee, the Sekka Patipada Sutta. The Buddha is quoted as saying, and I'm paraphrasing here for simplicity, just as a hen has eggs she covered, incubated rightly, even though she might not wish or intend for her chicks to break out through the eggshells, still, it's likely that the eggs will hatch. In the same way, when a practitioner is consummate, consistent in virtue, and develops meditative skill and concentration, they too, they will break through to freedom, to awakening. One of the ways this works is by building confidence and trust in the practice and in our own hearts and minds. And it's also true, and this again, this is probably obvious, but it's worth saying out loud, consistently and persistently showing up with others ethically also increases our own confidence and that of others even more. Robert Anton Wilson writes, the conduct of our lives is the only proof of the sincerity of our hearts. The conduct of our lives is the only proof of the sincerity of our hearts. So this persistent kindness, virtue, 
generosity, especially under pressure, it's a repeated theme throughout the Buddha's teachings and the teaching stories, the myths, the fables that evolved later. So it's not just when things are easy, but rather when things are tough, times are tough. That's when our strength shows. When things aren't going well, showing up with consistency, virtue, kindness, it can really build an unshakable confidence with others. If others also value integrity, ethical behavior, it can also build a really deep appreciation and reciprocation, deep bond. I've seen this in my own work. When one of us experiences a really difficult time in the hospital, the way we show up and the way others show up with us helps cement these beautiful, beautiful bonds of trust. The Buddha is um, quoted in the numerical discourses saying, I think it's a verse in Pali, but in English, the rhyming doesn't come through. Generosity, kind words, beneficial help and consistency in the face of events, in line with what's appropriate in each case, in each case. These bonds of fellowship function in the world like the linchpin of a moving cart. The linchpin. The linchpin that hold our friendships, our bonds, our communities together. I recently heard a psychologist, a research psychologist, I believe, Dr. Marissa Franco, say, when we are around other people, They're kind of like an advertisement for ways we can show up in the world. And it's true. But perhaps even more to the point for practitioners, for spiritual aspirants, is this. That when we are around other people, we are a kind of advertisement, exemplar for ways others can show up in the world. People notice our behavior more than we think and pick up on it. Just like emotions are contagious, virtue is contagious too. Or to put it another way, we teach other people how to be with us and how to simply be in the way we act, in our attitudes, our frame of mind. So to bring together these internal and external benefits to harmony of showing up with ethical consistency. Just a brief anecdote, and this is from ancient Buddhist legend, kind of an introduction to the, the legends called the Jataka Tales. And the myth says that the Buddha to be, the Buddha that we always talk about, Shakyamuni Buddha, many millennia ago encountered the Buddha of that time. And he was so inspired that he decided that he was going to practice not just to awakening, but to full Buddhahood. The ancient Buddha saw this in him and gave him one piece of advice. To hold to virtue, to hold to truthfulness, 
and move consistently through the world. It said the way that the star of Venus moves through the sky. To move through the world the way the star of Venus moves through the sky. I really like this little anecdote. It points to the combination of aspiration, persistence, consistency as a kind of guiding constellation as a way of moving through life. Moving through our worlds. And as um, Venus has a connotation for us, the underpinning of that at some level is a kind of love. So, till tomorrow, if you wish to take any homework with you, you might just notice how do or how might the qualities of consistency, persistence, and whatever virtuous kinds of behaviors that you feel drawn to, how do they benefit you? How do they benefit your practice? How do they impact the others around you and your relationships? So thank you, dear Sangha, for your kind attention. It's a delight to be with you. And um, we'll just dedicate the merit very briefly here. May all beings everywhere benefit from our practice here together. May all beings be safe, happy, peaceful, and free.